0: Looter Shooter? I barely knew her. I I hope no one else is doing a bit, but I'm doing a bit. Daddy's got a pod. I'm Casey Kasem, and this one's For the Perverts. Join us in our strange ritual. (laughs) That is
1: time-traveling love smut.
2: I can only say horny in one season opener. A medium amount of fun and an
0: extra large amount of sweaty.
1: From the minds that brought you Giraffe and Amerisaur.
3: No regrets. No masters. I got dick jokes to make, man. Leave me alone. It's good. is good for anyone. This one's going to be weird. I'm very interested to see where this goes.
1: Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how Carlac from Baldur's Gate 3 is Garrus Vicarian for the 2020s.
2: Ooh. Mm. It's different. It's different, it's- but... Okay, now wait. Are I you can show my work. That, no, okay, but like, are you saying it just because everyone universally agrees that they are horny for
1: Carlac? Because um, I don't know how one, much more Carlac like, is. Is I think the most popular romance partner. Nope. Is it Shadowheart? <laughs> yep.
4: Over fifty-three yeah. percent of all Baldur's okay. Gate three players. Even I know that.
1: Fuck. We're Did excited. Andrew yeah. get dunked. Well, on. Shadowheart's tally. Um, no, I think Carlac is Garrus because. Much like Garrus, so, uh Karlek would just is just is ride or die main character one. I, even though I know everybody's like ride or die main character, but Karlek's ride or die main character in a way that all the Mass Effect people are. But two, Karlek is also the one most likely to uh, go kill a cop with you. So that's
4: why I think they're the same. I don't know if she's somewhere. most
2: likely. I think she will. I don't think she's most likely. I think she's most likely to, to beat up a cop. Uh, who's Who's I'm more pretty likely, pretty sure Todd?
4: Asterion actually.
3: Yeah, Asterion certainly. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know if we've ever had a conversation that's less for me. Can we move on, please? <laughs> I'm just as lost as you are, Matt. Thank God. I'm just good at faking it. All right. Valentine's
1: Day may be upon us on this, the day of the 13th of February but the math gods dear listeners have shined on us this day as it just so happens that this very episode that we are recording right now with our human mouths set to air on this day February 13 is actually our 138th debate this episode Whoop. now that number means nothing. that doesn't
2: seem like an important number it's Andrew. not an
1: important <laughs> number except except that it is 69 times 2
4: nice oh Oh, boy oh it's so dumb
1: so incredibly dumb so to celebrate a second revolution around the sex number we decided it was high (laughs) time to revisit the prompt we did for episode 69 entitled mr toad's uncomfortably horny journey (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that name yep yeah, that prompt was turn a game into a dating sim that isn't already won. You may remember during that original episode, I brought along Punch Out for the first time. Kyle gifted us Pokemon, colon, leather and lace. Sure very did. good. Uh, <laughs> very, very good. And uh, Todd made a fishing game horny, which was also not the last time. Well. So allow me to reintroduce our panel of horned up hosts, Kyle, Halson's bear hug, Harper... Matt, Shadowheart's clove cigarettes Cole, and Todd, Lazell's stab victim, Thomas. But, because this is episode 69 times 2, we've got to double the potency. We've got to double the potency of the last time we did this, so we brought on a special guest. Please welcome everyone, resident video game romance expert and co-host of Two Girls, One Ship, Genesis, a.k.a. Gail's God Complex. <laughs> <laughs> that one's two
2: on the nose. Thank you. <laughs> How do you give the tight five on why that's funny to Matt and Kyle? Yeah. Help me, I'm lost. Please.
1: Sure. So these are all characters from Baldur's Gate 3. Halson is a druid who turns into a bear a lot.
2: Everyone's internet boyfriend.
3: Yep. I've seen that on TikTok.
1: Um, Shadowheart is everyone's emo girlfriend, which Todd has mentioned many, many times. The hot topic <laughs> uh, cashier mm-hmm. that you fell in love with. Yep. And then uh, Lazel is uh, the uh, insane Githyanki who likes to murder things, who isn't apparently the only one who likes to murder things. The and hot then,
2: girl that's out of your league.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then Gale is the wizard who uh, literally banged a god and, oh. and then is in love with a god and then was stripped of his powers by said god. His whole kind of arc is like getting back into the goddess Mistra's good graces. So he's a magical himbo. Genesis, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming.
4: I don't think I've ever been called a Magical Himbo. I'll take that. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, I was calling Gale a Magical Himbo, but, you know. To each their own. That can be yours as well if you
1: want it. Genesis, uh, tell me what you're working on. What do you? What, what's new with you? Uh,
4: so I actually am working on Baldur's Gate 3 content right now nice. on my podcast, uh, Two Girls, One Ship.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's been
4: lots of fun. Um, it is the podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer.
1: And did you guys just did Shadowheart, right? Am I remembering that right?
4: We've done Shadowheart, Halson, and Will so far. I think Will comes out very soon.
1: Okay, gotcha. Um, who is your preferred, if you're willing to? Who's your preferred BG3 romance, if you're willing to say?
4: <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, I am stereotypical. I'm sorry. I go for the bitey boyfriend with the bear side mm. chick.
1: Yeah. Mm. That's fair.
2: Asterion's just two too- Too elevated for me. I just can't. I can't keep up with (laughs) Asterian. I would just disappoint him, I think.
1: I really wanted to do the Asterian romance, but then I realized that I had to make evil decisions and I don't like doing evil playthroughs.
4: No, you don't. (laughs) We can talk in post-show about how to make all that work.
1: Yeah. I also (laughs) fucked up Karlax romance, so I did that. I got the glitch, unfortunately.
3: Didn't we all. Yeah. Kyle, have you played any Baldur's Gate 3? I've played no
0: Baldur's Gate 3
3: Alright Okay, good, me too I've also played none Baldur's Gate 3 We can move on I've only consumed it through this podcast and TikTok yeah. so. I promise this
1: is the last time that we're going to talk about Baldur's Gate today Alright, let's get into it So, So y'all, everything outside is cold and gray and dead Ergo, I'm going to need something to bring life back to my heart of stone What we need here is more love This is exclusively what we need. So pitch me a game or series uh, where we can infuse some good, good romance options. I'm not looking for a love story per se. I just want multiple suitors that I can date, ideally as I build relationships at key points throughout the game. Bonus points, much like Bulger Skate 3, if these romances have nothing to do with the game's main story. Kyle, let's start with your pitch.
0: Yeah, Andrew. So I am taking a game from a beloved franchise that had a recent release that was uh seems to be a misstep among fans of that <laughs> franchise and to try and save face and try and uh, get ourselves back in the good graces of our fans we're already working on the follow-up to the game that just released um the game i'm talking about that just came out andrew is suicide squad kill the justice league you know, f- famously at this point, riddled with bugs and cutscenes that fans of the Arkham series just do not vibe with. So, Andrew, that is why we are pleased to announce today, coming soon, the follow up to Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League Suicide Squad f- the Justice League. <laughs> and everyone including todd andrew matt and genesis you did hear that beep right in the middle of my phrase correctly (laughs) we at rocksteady want to make sure that players know we're edgy so we're putting a curse word in the title but we still want to be displayed on the shelves of GameStop and walmart best buy etc so the censorship is part of the name it's gonna happen every time we say it this episode and um that's it. Um, but yeah, Suicide <laughs> Squad, F- the Justice League. That's, that's it.
1: I have to know here, it's really funny in the notes because you have the asterisk written, but it's between the F and the U. So in yeah. my mind, it's, it's constantly Fluck the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a TNT show. That's also very good. I just <laughs> did not
0: catch that I did that until you pointed it
1: out. You can say it was on purpose. It's okay.
0: Real talk
2: here. Have any of you watched any of this gameplay? I have, yeah. yeah I haven't watched dude, any have. gameplay. I've seen the cutscenes.
1: It doesn't look good. No. <laughs>
2: it, it looks <laughs>
1: really bad. I super don't want to play it.
2: Yeah, and it's always online, and it crashed during beta when they gave it to
0: all these high-level streamers to play it, and like, mm-hmm. not great. They had to pull yeah. it right away, because it like you started yeah. with a complete game, and like, game yeah. 100% complete. Yeah, it's it's been rough. That's why we're fixing it, Todd.
1: It also just looks like kind of boring to play. Like it's just a, yeah. It's just like it's like a Marvel's Avengers. It's just like a looter shooter. It's another. It's another yeah. looter shooter. Ugh. Yeah, bummer.
0: But not this one, Andrew. This is bad. Not this one. <laughs> this one's this a looter shooter with romance options. We'll talk about it. We'll get into looter a shooter.
3: I barely knew her. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so good. That's really good. All right. All right, Matt. With that, let's get your pitch. Andrew, the year is 20xx. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Every good pitch starts with this.
0: No, he can't just keep doing it's 20xx and getting three points.
3: <laughs> One lone marine has been posted to a dead end assignment on Mars. Some mysterious corporation called the Synthetic Subspace Corporation, uses the planet as a toxic waste dump, and they allow the military to test off-book technology on its moons. Our protagonist had a hard time following directions back on Earth, so they've sent him off to Mars to waste away. He arrives at the USC facility just in time to receive a distress call from one of the military outposts on Phobos. Even worse, the second of Mars's moons, Deimos, has disappeared. Now it's up to the last remaining marine, our protagonist, to get this situation under control. Andrew, today we're talking about 1996's Doom. Holy shit. (laughs) I know what you're thinking. How are we going to make 1996's Doom sexy? Well... (laughs) Keen eared Doom fans may have noticed a slight change I made to the above lore. For those less familiar with the Doom lore, I'll point out that I changed the name of the original Union Aerospace Corporation to the Synthetic Subspace Corporation.
0: <laughs> oh Matt, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> drive to your house and shoot you if you're doing what I think you're doing. Oh no,
4: oh, he's doing
3: it. Yeah. In our game. The SSC has been working with the military to launch a bioweapon assault on Earth with their new TPE bomb. TPE is short for Total Power Exchange, and it will turn the world's population into (laughs) easy-to-control, easy-to-influence subservient citizens. So now it's up to the last remaining Marine on Mars, who we've previously established doesn't like to be told what to do... Flog, force, and fuck your way through bunnies, brats, and bottoms this summer in Dom. (laughs) (laughs) A standing
0: ovation. Okay, okay. It wasn't wasn't going the way I thought it was. Wow. Yep. Matt. Uh Uh-huh. That's so good.
2: I can't believe that your whole pitch could have been based on a typo in reverse. Man, oh, man. Someone's O key was sticky when they
0: typed Doom and they said, hold on, hey, wait a minute. Well, don't give away. There's a whole show we we have still, Todd. We don't know how we got there yet. Fair,
1: fair. I cannot wait to hear how Matt came to this particular joke. This could be another debate this cat situation. (laughs) This this is the next debate this cat. Well, we'll talk more about it in the post show. Uh, For now, incredible work, Matt. Uh, Todd, follow up to that.
2: Yeah, I'd love to Um, Andrew, everyone else. I'm going to give you two numbers to start here. 1984 and 450,000. 1984 was the first year that we gamers were just blessed to have the opportunity to experience the glory that is Olympic games in a video game format. And since then, there's been over a dozen Olympics themed video games, not counting the one time that Mario and Sonic went to Tokyo. Obviously, (laughs) that other number. 450,000. That's the number of condoms that were distributed to the athlete village <laughs> at the Rio 2016 Olympics. God! Well, I'm just going to get to the chase here. The Olympics are horny as hell. It's just what it is. Thousands of 20 and 30 year olds are living like juiced up freshmen with no outlet to spend their energy outside of like the few minutes or sometimes less that they have to compete over the course of the few weeks that they're stuck there. They're just living there in dorms overeating and just hanging out and just fucking. And so (laughs) let's just think ahead. That was 2016. 2020 was similar. In 2024, the Olympics are being held in Paris. The City of Love, that will be no exception. And undeniably, it's going to be even hornier. So we need a game that will represent that as well, because it's also going to be horny. So we're going to get the 2024 Olympic Games, but horny. And (laughs) Today, I'm going to be sharing how that'll happen. And I'll be talking about how the Olympics motto of faster, higher, stronger together will be all too apt Ugh. when it's all those things, but then also very horny. There are so many heads shaking. <laughs> Just, It's almost like the Daft Punk
0: song, but horny. Sure. It's almost like that. It's almost you could like say.
1: That. I. I asked for romance options and all three of you, the three of you gave me Newgrounds games. <laughs> I gave you facts that half a
2: million condoms were dropped yes. by duffel bag into Rio. You didn't ask for facts, Todd.
1: <laughs> didn't need that fact. All right, Genesis, bring us home. What do you got?
4: There's going to be more than one Eiffel Tower in Paris. Oh, hell, hell yeah. <laughs> I am Genesis, the girl who came hard. Out of the gate with jokes last time, and hopes to not disappoint again today. When I was invited back on the show, I really had to think about what video games I play. Most of the games that I play are heavy RPGs that already have some form of love, lust, or romance in them. Or are games that really, really shouldn't have romance in them. If any of you brought a new Sin with Sonic, or have decided to travel (laughs) the path of Animal Crossing the Line... That's on you.
1: <laughs> that's good. That's really that's good. good. Yeah, that's good.
4: Distinguished members of the DT triple exclamation point HQ. I am here to breathe new life into a game older than any one of us assembled here today. Created in 1985 and played by probably a literal billion people. I bring to you the new and improved The Shape of Us colon, a Tetris dating game.
1: Holy shit. Good. <laughs>
0: good. That's, <right. laughs>
1: That's really good. That's a very,
0: very good title. Thank you. Ed Sheeran plays in the background. Rehashing another
1: classic debate
0: this topic,
1: yeah. too. Great.
4: The shape episode was a good one. I liked that.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. All right. Well, I am excited. I'm excited to get into this, so uh let's jump in. So you guys... Everybody knows the best parts of love are the material goods that you can earn from it, right? The stuff, the, the back and forth. Um, for example, buying a bunch of flowers for your per- persona waifu makes them stronger in battle. We all know this. We can all establish this, right? You can't. No, wait. You can't yep.
2: just say that out. Okay. All right. So, so
1: <laughs> knowing that we've all established that as base knowledge, tell me how are the relationships that I'm going to build throughout your game provide me... Useful mechanical aid in the game itself.
0: Andrew, yes, thank you for asking. Um, so in Suicide Squad, f- the Justice League, your romantic interests are, as the title suggests, going to be the Justice League, which are also the bosses of this game, which may be confusing, and it is, but <laughs> you will you will still get uh, benefits from romancing your preferred Justice League members. The way the romances will work is you have your party of Suicide Squad members and you will have the opportunity as you progress through the game to match one member up with a member of the Justice League as you play through their levels and work towards their boss fight. And what that will do as you progress the romance throughout that Justice League member's levels That Justice League member may begin by targeting that particular party member less, and then may provide them with better item drops as the romance goes on. And maybe even special boons or new combos as the romance progresses. Um, And then in the final boss fight will be where you can seal the deal, so to speak. (laughs) <laughs> and after you have paired your Suicide Squad member with your Justice League member, that character will receive that hero's bonus throughout the game. Say you romance Poison Ivy and Aquaman for a little surf and turf. You may... Uh, didn't like that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you, may, you may have some uh, extra water-based attacks with uh water plants to control as poison ivy uh say you pair up king shark with uh um hawk girl you'll have some some stronger animal-based buffs going forward in the game (laughs) the real boost andrew though comes in the final battle of the game when surprise surprise the suicide squad and the justice league have to team up to fight the real big bad You will have different combos for every combination of Justice League member and Suicide Squad member available in that final battle. And they'll, you know, cooperate, give extra attacks, and all the things you expect from leveling up in a looter shooter. I love
2: that you effectively just said that if king shark gives bedroom eyes to superman superman will shoot at him less yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I love that
3: yeah all right when you said the justice league and the suicide squad will eventually have to face off i thought you were gonna say fuck they just eventually we also
0: yeah you have to get the right ending to see that matt to see the the big suicide squad justice league orgy you have to get the perfect ending I hate how much sense that makes. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> now who's the big bad in your version?
0: Uh Solar, the giant sun uh god. It's a superman <laughs> the giant enemy. Sun. Yeah. It's a living computer sun. Sure. It's the Justice I mean, League villain. You I could have know. said
1: literally anything I'd know. sure. Like, I know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, know. Yeah.
0: I did, more or less. <laughs> Clay, Clayface. Clayface would be down to fuck. He's Yeah, he's down to yeah. clown. No, that's the Joker. No, yeah, that's you're you're right. That is the Joker. He'll he'll get he's he'll get down and dirty. How's that? Is that better? It's different. No, that's Clayface. Yeah.
1: Um, alright. <laughs> that's honestly that sounds more icky. That, no, I mean it's icky, but it sounds more appealing than the actual game he's basing it on. So you know, there's that. Uh Matt, what about what about your crime? Why don't you talk about My your crime now?
3: Dom, yeah. the game that I put together, Dom, yeah, uh huh, yeah. So we have to dig into the 2016 Doom game to get some lore for this because 1996's Doom doesn't have a lot of lore to it. I was gonna say that was, was that was that all like
1: straight up Doom lore, say for the part that you said you changed.
3: Yes, all of that from above was straight up Doom lore from 1996's Doom. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, so in 2016's <laughs> Doom. Uh, you know, we get some other NPCs and throughout the game, you're going to earn the favor of these offscreen love interests, because let me be clear, Andrew, the gameplay loop isn't really going to change. It's still Doom gameplay. You're just using different weapons on different enemies. That's all. So what we're going to have are some like offscreen love love interests who you are trying to earn the favor of. Enter Samuel Hayden, the cyborg second in command of SSC and an SSC technical switch operator named Olivia Pierce. Now, those are not particularly important names unless you care about 2016's Doom. What is important is that as you progress through the gameplay loop, depending on on which of these two love interests your gameplay style impresses the most, they're going to give you different unlocks and upgrades and weapons and abilities. So how are you to know that the technical switch operator actually is a little bit of a switch and has some different tendencies than the cyborg (laughs) and what it prefers? So you got to play it out. And look, I get it. These two will whisper sweet nothings through your helmet, as you tame these space demons, because yeah, they're definitely still space demons. Depending on which one you choose, you may need other people to romance as you unlock more. And we'll add some other NPCs. Like I said, the Doom lore is short, so we'll have to build it out. But, you know, we can do that. That's easy. That's fine. Genesis has her hand on her forehead. It's
0: real easy, <laughs> but just just make some new characters. It's real easy, not a problem.
3: Yeah. Look, there's not a lot of Doom lore. I read the whole Wikipedia page. There's not a lot of Doom lore.
4: <laughs> and apparently, the whole BDSM word guide also.
1: Yeah. Was, yeah, I sure did. Yeah, Straight, <laughs> <say, laughs> I did. How much time did you spend on Urban Dictionary today, Matt?
3: Uh, it was Wikipedia actually, but oh, fun enough. enough.
0: Yeah. Matt uses cool. scientific sources. Yeah, <laughs> peer-reviewed. Kind I mean, kind of is. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I told you. I I committed a crime in these show notes today. Uh, Todd,
1: you got horny horny athletes. I do. That's the whole
2: thing. Full bets. So relationships, unsurprisingly, are going to be key to the success of every Olympian who's ever showed success and paris 2024's sexed up olympics are not an exception so your athlete will have to spend you know part of their day working on their craft like they're gonna have to warm up they're gonna have to do their time trials they're actually gonna have to compete like that's a thing athletes still have to do but much like any other dating farming sim you gotta party as well so like (laughs) they can spend their downtime building relationships and trying to fill up those little relationship hearts over the heads of other athletes you know, in the attempt to try and turn their competitors into bedfellows. So like, you know, make make friends with that Russian hunk by gifting him the hardest, the harshest vodka imaginable. And maybe they'll include you on their elevated doping scandal, just like the 2014 Sochi Olympics. Maybe you offer your Moroccan competitor some kind words and the directions of the best restaurant to find some fish chermoula and he'll <laughs> sandbag the lead runner for you, just like in the 1992 Olympics. It's just important to know that your hard work off the track and in the bedroom will earn <coughs> you that competitive edge at your craft and bring you just one step closer to the gold. I realized a really apt comparison here that I want to draw. So we talked about Gale earlier. Uh, if if Gale, what's his last name? Dicarios. Mm-hmm. If Gale Dicarios uh-huh. of Waterdeep is the is the magical himbo of Baldur's Gate, Then Ryan Lochte is the swimming himbo of the (laughs) Olympics, (laughs) Ah, and that is effectively Ah. the insert here. Oh, yeah. Like, Ryan Lochte's on record saying how much sex all the
0: Olympians were having. Oh, yeah. Todd, did you get the likeness rights to to all these Olympians? Are we... That's Doing a great question. with question. Oh, oh no of oh no kyle Olympians.
2: kyle name and name and likeness only extends past the borders of our country and we're not, not you true. got <laughs> oh no, it's super true um this this is gonna be this is gonna be just like just like before name and likeness was in effect for collegiate athletes and we're gonna have a lot of like very standard looking humans in american or you know Russian or Canadian garb a lot of like it's a, you get your own character customization like you make your own character it's not my fault if you make a character and and you know name him
0: Feichel Melps and he's a great swimmer like that's not <laughs> my fault no one's getting sued but on the other end of it the characters yeah. you're romancing are they you mean like li- like like uh like Lion Rakti the other famous swimmer <laughs> yeah. yeah no one's getting sued
2: okay <laughs> I can't make this any clearer than I am, Kyle. It's, this is all,
1: this is all. It's all above game. board.
0: It's all above board.
1: It's weird that every country agreed to make this game. It's so strange. Lion Rock D sounds like the name of a bad guy in a children's cartoon.
4: Yep. <laughs> or a really good porn. <laughs> or a really yeah, good porn. I
3: yeah. don't like how much those two overlap in a Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Ooh,
4: yeah.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: We have to just sit with that one, don't we?
3: Genesis, talk about Tetris.
4: Okay. (laughs) The Shape (laughs) of Us. It is going to be part active gaming, part visual novel, part idle runner, and all shape smashing. You'll play a round of Tetris and you'll get enough points to pass the level. Then you go into the visual novel mode where you're walking around town, going to a club or a bar... Or maybe the library or a coffee shop where you can converse with the different shapes and then again you assign tasks to be completed by the other shapes while you are back in the tetris playing area so there is idle stuff going on in the downtime perfect now some of the dates that you might go on are with the cute blue jay that works at the coffee shop while she's going to college Or that bad boy Red Z from the wrong side of the tracks, but really has a heart of gold because everything he does is to provide for his younger brother. Or there's always that nerdy yellow O-square at the library who might have a thing or two to teach you. So the point of Tetris is to earn points by completing lines to keep your board clear. Duh, we all know how to play. But what if your points weren't based on how many lines you complete at a time, but rather what shape you use to do it? The sexy S you've been chatting with? (laughs) Well, he earns you more points now when you use him because he likes you too. But maybe you have been really hitting that O's sweet spot. With a shared love of Star Trek (laughs) references, of course. (laughs) Her line completion now adds multiple big O's to the board, (laughs) making it a lot easier to complete more and more lines and gain more and more points, because that's the whole point. Big O's lead to clearing the board faster. (laughs) Now, those idle tasks that I talked about earlier, those are also gaining points with each of the shapes. Or not. You have to pay attention to the dialogue to just to make sure. So make sure that you play fast and then you talk slow.
2: Wow. I love the thought of the... Did you say the the, the O shape works at the library? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I think we've all got a soft spot in our heart for Smash Boy. And if, if Smash <laughs> Boy's at the library, then that's... We, we spend a lot of time at the library now.
1: <laughs> I love the lore that all of the tetris pieces are like at work like playing tetris is like a day at work that's really <laughs> then, good yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then it's like and then they all go and it's like they all go like on their separate ways right it's like oh yeah like that was a really <laughs> fun shift o- earlier See
3: ya. yeah <laughs> they all go home to their shape partners and yeah. raise their <laughs>
1: shape
0: kids yeah i do have a question genesis um you spoke of the the player character often just to clarify, the player character is also a shape. Yep, yep, you are a shape. Do I choose what shape I am as well when I start playing, or are we all playing the same shape from the the jump?
4: I had it in my mind that you don't know your shape. You have to oh, find out oh, through other interactions with the other okay,
0: shapes. Okay, okay. Shit, that's actually really good. That, that is really good. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. I like that We're all just looking for our
2: Cleveland Z, aren't we?
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm just a Z standing in front of an L. (laughs) Heart in my hand. Oh, Oh, this is silly. That's really fun. Yeah, well, we can move on. Uh Uh-oh. I accidentally said yes to a speech prompt where I should have said no, and oh shit, now Gale is leading me into his tent right in front of Shadowheart. I uh, t- definitely thought we weren't going to talk about Baldur's Gate more. So <laughs> this this leads me to my next question, guys. Does your game's romance support multiple paramours? And if so, how are you going to resolve that?
0: Kyle, I'll start with you. Andrew, the short answer is yes, we do support multiple partners, paramours, whatever. But some characters are going to react differently or... Take more to convince to join a thruple than others. Your billionaire playboys, Bruce Wayne, uh, Green Arrow,
3: other (laughs) examples, other
0: (laughs) other examples. They're up for pretty much anything. They, you know, they're gonna be pretty easy to talk into a thruple. They're gonna nav. They're gonna be a easier polycule to navigate than others. Uh, But your more uptight characters, your your Supermans, your Aquamans.
1: Famously uptight Superman and Aquaman.
0: Yeah, some, some of your Green Lanterns, they're not going to take as easily to the the poly lifestyle that some of the other Justice League members are. And depending on how you want to shape your polycule is going to affect how easy that is to navigate as well two suicide squad members with one justice league member is going to go a lot easier than say trying to romance two justice league members at the same time they're going to catch on they don't don't want to play games they just want to save the world so they're going to
1: take a little more convincing <laughs> all right who in your mind among the justice league is the most down for a thruple who's the most great question th- yeah Really, I can't believe we've never done this as an episode before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it truly, yeah. To steal content from an, a, another episode, I do think it is probably Batman or Wonder Woman are probably most... Mm. I think Wonder Woman comes out on, on top okay. there, too. The Isle of nice. Themyscira, see, I see what you did, did there. Pretty, uh, yeah. pretty sexually open. I, I was going to say Green Arrow because no
2: one wears facial hair like that without... Something going on. Green Green yeah. Arrow may may also be high on. That I thought list. it
1: was. I thought it was canon that Batman was a very selfish lover.
2: <laughs> also, can we enter into the mix Martian Manhunter?
1: Oh yeah, he
2: does have that. That's he does a different thing, category going on. He
1: does hunt man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Martian Manhunter
3: takes on a whole new meaning.
1: Oh. Comics are dumb. Uh, what Matt. a stupid. Sentence.
3: Andrew, you're a professional. Nobody tells I you how I just made many that joke about Martian
1: Manhunter. I know I am.
3: <laughs> Nobody tells you how many lovers to take. You're the dom guy. And the dom guy gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. Here's the thing. The way that you dom throughout dom the game. I don't like that verb. <laughs> he just keeps saying it. It might impress more than one suitor. And then the player is gifted more sexy ASMR injected in through their headphones via the the helmet communication system. It doesn't matter. You can play however you want to. This is your experience. And when you're (laughs) at the basement, when you're in the dungeon, when you finish the game, when you've gone the whole way to hell, because God damn it, we're still going to hell. You get to choose. You're the dom guy. Andrew, don't you forget it? <laughs> uh, you that whole
1: that whole bit was wrapped around you being able to say that, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, <laughs> it was the the reveal of the title is Dom, and then the reveal of you're the Dom guy. Those were the two. Mm-hmm. That's how we got here. That's yeah, why we're all those suffering are the pins through this now. holding one red string <laughs> together. Yeah.
4: Can uh, can I play this game? Can I be the Dom guy or do, can I be the Dom girl? Question. Well,
3: question. so that's a phenomenal question. And there's something about Doom that dictates like you just can't change the player model. But I, you could be the Dom gal. You could be the the Dom whatever you wanted to be. We can't change the character model because it's a Doom game. But <laughs> you're we'll still going to have a baby like. forearm <laughs> is what your model's still yeah. going to have. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> Ty, your turn.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There will be of multiple couples. Yes, <laughs> yeah. full stop. Yeah,
1: that's the only way this is a game. Yes.
2: It is absolutely canon that multiple Olympians have gone on record to say that the athlete village of the Olympics is basically Bachelor in Paradise, but they're not all competing to be the next micro influencers and in getting a quick sponsorship. <laughs> There's no room for jealousy when you're too busy housing 10,000 calories of protein and carbs and mattress hopping all in the hopes that, you know, you forget that you're but one slight misstep from being jeered at by a whole nation of your peers for failing marvelously at the highest level of your profession and bringing home something shameful like a silver medal. You absolute fuck up. Like, <laughs> you're, that is absolutely they're banging everyone i've got more details ryan lochte i mean lion Rocky <laughs> is on record saying that he estimated between 70 to 75 percent of
0: athletes were hooking up at the olympic village and we all know he can't do we all know ryan yeah. lochte can't do math so that famously not good at math higher. so take those well numbers.
1: He, he can count up to four that's three out of four
2: right one guy in 2008 described it as uh more sex than woodstock <laughs> another person said How that they were know? routinely hooking up Yeah, no, it couldn't have been there. Um, One person said routinely they were hooking up with two to three women a day. One person said that they felt as though uh, the person they were hooking up with was trying to, like, collect a full set of, like, Olympians from different countries.
3: That seems Everyone's
2: fucking everyone. That's icky. I don't like that. I mean, they they are. These are specimens of humanity that, like I said, your whole, like, three weeks the Olympics might be throw shot put once. Right, right. And, like, what do you do for the other, you know, 20 days and 23 hours of your time there?
4: You apparently still swing your balls around places. Still well, swing your balls around places. Wow. Genesis, thank you.
2: Yes. Affirmative.
4: Yeah. Um. Isn't
1: I mean, it's also, like, isn't it that thing where, you know, to be an Olympic athlete, you have to, like, dedicate years of years of your life, like, doing that one thing over and over and over and over again and nothing else. Yeah. So, like... There is the kind of like, well, it's done now. What do I do with my life now? Right. I'm 18 yeah. and I've never done anything. And
0: who else is going to understand the life of, Olympia, of an Olympian right. if not yeah. another Olympian?
2: It's true, we're we're kind of going full yeah. circle
0: back to like it makes sense why they're all boning each other. But yeah, like,
2: it, <laughs> yeah. and it also makes sense why the people that do the decathlon are not only the Olympians of Olympians but are probably fucking miserable. Because they have to compete in 10 different Olympic events over the like two and a half weeks. Whereas like I said if you're shot put man you throw shot put. Did yeah. you do it? Did you do it? Well <laughs>
0: alright you're done. <laughs> like done with shot put. Now Todd who's pulling more? Shot put man or decathlon? I bet I bet the decathletes
2: are probably pulling more however they're just so fucking miserable because <laughs> like one day you're throw. one day you're like running a marathon the next day you're you know doing one other name
0: one other decathlon event well there's 10 there's 10 sports (laughs) one's
2: throw javelin i do know that one's jump hurdles um eight others after that they're too busy they're probably the ones not not boning down but everyone else uh shot putter deep bone pound pound town
4: (laughs) shot putter pound town all right
1: (laughs) it wasn't meant to be (laughs) four words in that order but yeah I do have one more question for you, Todd. And this is kind of minor. What's the game here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They by day, they have to
2: do their competitive stuff by evening and night. They're romancing their peers to gain competitive edge at their. stuff. listen. okay, not everyone here has watched the documentary about how the Russians were doping in, in 2008. And that's fine. What a pull. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 2008. Whatever I said earlier. I don't know. This is I've the got most the tangential
1: research you've ever done. <laughs>
2: 20, yeah. 2014. Not everyone here has watched the documentary about how the Russians were doping in 2014. However, you, you make good with enough Russians at the the you know Paris Olympics. And maybe they're like, okay, by the way, we're doping again. We're doing it. We're going to get you some of that dope too. And you're like, hell yeah. My craft has just been elevated
1: still feel like you're not answering the question but that's okay yeah you can let me ask it. It. let
0: me ask it more specifically oh, no, 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 todd I, this I, isn't yeah. to like call you out or put you on the spot just sure. curiosity my answers are full bullproof it's fine are we playing any of the olympic events in this yeah. game yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yes, yes you are yes. and are they um, are they like madden level gameplay or like mini games are they um, mini games in say... between romancing I'd say it's it's probably more like a fishing mini
2: game in Stardew Valley. Um, okay. It is, it okay. is to alright. that level that what, it is single button is, press. That is single button press, and it is tough, and you got to pay attention. But you know, much like Stardew Valley or or Harvest Moon, if you romance the farmer's daughter, she helps you raise your livestock. There's so farmers ro- now.
0: No, it's, but I'm the it's, same it's, question. It's a, it's a comparison. <laughs> if you
2: if you romance the 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 Russian doping scandal people, <laughs> they help you run faster than any normal man should be able to run. So I can I can romance Russian athletes and their dope coaches. Well, one, with one comes the other, you know, like you, you marry your partner and their family. Zing, I guess. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Much right. like
1: Todd's game. He's pitching. He's lost the plot. Uh
2: Genesis. <laughs> I, I feel good <laughs> about this plot. <laughs> I wanna make it clear, sorry Jim. I wanna make it clear, <laughs> Dom Guy didn't get this much scrutiny, and that's a crime. Dom
3: guy's really good. Tom guy Dom nice. Guy's
1: Dom Guy's case closed. Yeah. I hate this.
4: <laughs> oh. Okay. Um <clears throat> so, uh Right, multiple paramours. That's where we're at.
1: <laughs> multiple
3: paramours. <laughs> yeah, we all yeah, got a little lost. That, in that did you lose song. it in the rushing <laughs> <Yeah>. doping scandal? <laughs>
4: Uh, I may be crazy, so don't mind me while I andrew the fuck out of this paragraph. Okay, now, a tetramino oh. is a shape composed of four squares connected at the edges and not the corners. We all know what a tetra shape looks like. Tetraminos are a particular type of shape called a polyomino. When you form multiple polyominos together, the corresponding tetracube is called a polycube. Wow,
3: you got there.
1: Hmm. <laughs> well done. So also, how dare you? How dare you equate equi- 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 my equi- Ver- verbalize equi- equi- Andrew's name equi- like that? Equate equi- my name with a bad segue. <laughs> no. You are definitely on point, but how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're
2: just you just out of line. So, yeah. so brave and controversial.
4: <laughs> <laughs> when I was meant to Andrew this paragraph, it was quickly throw a lot of information at you that yeah, you mm-hmm. are. Yeah.
2: No, we know what you did. Yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, all right. So it is encouraged in the shape of us that you can form a polycule and have multiple consenting romance partners. Granted, all of them have informed, enthusiastic consent because consent is always key. Beautiful. Those idle tasks, things that you've been sending these shapes on to do, you have been sending them on dates with each other. It is not just you that they are dating. Now, maybe you think S and Z would be great together or that J and L would slot up really well. But O and I don't really like going on dates together, so be careful there. Now, not all of your partners want to be in relationships with each other, and it's part of your job to figure out all of the details.
1: I love, I love this like utopian society of Tetranemos, 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 tetraminos, Tetramenos, thank you. However, I do have one question that I, and, and I can't get past it. It's, so you mentioned earlier, Jen, the like Z's little brother, which I assume is L because it's one less block from Z, but, um. How do you like square the circle of like familiar familial relationships between the Tetraminos and the romantic ones?
4: Oh, I mean, like you wouldn't ever interact with the little brother. You just know that he exists out there. The only people that the sure. only shapes you're interacting with are the romance options.
1: Does little brother look different? Is it just a smaller Z, or is it, like <laughs> how that is that how that works? Okay,
4: yep. <laughs> just I really
3: like that that they change in size but not shape. That's very <laughs> yeah.
1: It's the only way you can keep them distinct.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like that.
4: And then, of course, the colors change through each gameplay. You know, you're never going to meet the same shape twice. You know, mm. their personalities might change. So it may, then the O might not be the nerdy one every time. She could be the one working at the coffee shop instead. So there's a whole, <laughs> whole wild <laughs> magic table to go along with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that replayability up.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Awesome. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. Um, but before we do, let me uh, just quickly go through our secret, super secret bonus question. Surprise, we're not done talking about Baldur's Gate 3. So Larian <laughs> Studios called and they want to do a co-promote with their best-in-class game of 2023, Baldur's Gate 3. However, they aren't interested in incorporating any of the like boring D&D stuff. They just want one of their hypersexual main party characters as another romanceable option in your game. So when we come back from break, I want you each to tell me, who are you bringing in from Baldurs Gate 3, and how are you going to ram-jam them into your game? And we will be right back after this. Alright, we're back. Once again, that super secret bonus question is, we're doing a co-promote with Baldur's Gate 3. However, we're not incorporating any of that boring D&D stuff, so each one of you, one by one, is going to tell me which of the main party characters from Baldur's Gate 3 you're going to incorporate into your game, and how. Let's start with you, Kyle.
0: Yeah, Andrew, Um, I don't know... A ton about Baldur's Gate 3, but I did listen to the conversation you all had at the beginning of this episode <laughs> and thought Great. one most likely to steal a cop's gun sounded like a good fit to join the suicide squad. So we're gonna put Astarion in the Suicide Squad. The vampire rogue uh aspect of him fits into like three or four different Justice League members, rogues galleries <laughs> anyway. It's pretty easy to justify him being there. And yeah, he will be the the sexy hedonistic male member of the Suicide Squad to uh, round out your party and and your thruple.
4: That fits.
1: Honestly, from yeah, from what I knew about both of those groups, I, that does fit really well.
3: Uh, Cool. Um, Matt. Hey, yeah, Andrew. Easy answer. Like I said, still kind of a Doom game. Still going to hell still doing demons. It's Carlack. Sure. Demon. Hell. You get it.
1: Well, she's a double, but that, or she's a tiefling, but she's got double you blood. Yeah,
0: racist. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> Just say it one more time, Matt. He'll get it. Yeah. You get it.
1: <laughs> Alright. <laughs>
2: you're witness. Is there anything oh else God. you want? I want Matt to keep saying you get it.
4: Sorry, it totally fits because Carlac's sex scene is still broken, and so even if you're playing as a male avatar, she pegs you. So she fits in Dom Guy.
3: Genesis said it, and not me. Okay. Don't act like you knew that, Matt. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> you there get it. it. You,
0: you didn't show your work. You don't get full credit. <laughs> All right, Todd. Yeah, I was
2: going to say Carlack, um, but I'll switch it and say L'Azelle. Um, I think that she would make it perfectly in the hyper competitive, sometimes violent hypersexual when it comes down to getting what you want olympic village also i bet she's probably good at a number of olympic events that i would list here if i had them ready but i don't and so i just think that that you know the the get yankee training of of spears and swords and acrobat yeah she got you yeah, it's great you get
1: it lizel you get it do it we get it you get it you get it you get it, <laughs> you get it. i got it we get it jen
4: uh, there is one person in Baldur's Gate 3 that came to mind, loves cities, desperate for physical connection, and would love spending every day discovering something brand new on another plane of existence. Carlack is going to bring a new <laughs> twist to Tetris.
2: Honestly, we all just could have gotten yeah. really horny with Carlack here. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: And for super duper secret bonus points, if I was to send Larry in a gift from my game, it would be two squares in a line because i'm pretty damn sure you can ram jam that configuration into a lot <laughs> of situations in Baldur's Gate 3.
0: Nice. <laughs> just a I'm big floating. Swords. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sword, yeah. Or an axe. Yeah. Genesis what? What shape would Carlac be?
4: Um so i actually thought about this <laughs> that she's her body is a central line and then she's got squares like she's a she is a polycule on her own.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I
1: mm-hmm. was actually imagining it more of like a like a muppet movie situation where it's just Carlack it just, <laughs> <laughs> just like fully 3D. <laughs> yeah, just like fully 3D oh. Carlack put a bunch of Tetris cubes.
4: That works too. I like that. Yeah.
1: Carlack is the the Michael Caine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Right>. yeah. Yeah. Right. Ugh,
1: <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh all right, closing statements. Let's hear them, Kyle, why should I pick you?
0: Yeah. We've got all your favorite DC characters boning down. I mean, I don't know what what else I need to say to sell you on this game. You get it. <laughs> you get it. You get it. You get it.
1: Great. Great. <laughs> you get Restate it. the title. All right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Andrew. Come on. Dom. It's incredible. It sells itself. There is an infinite... Amount of brand deals and partnerships of weapons, hard quotes that we could put in the game. Easy battle pass sells itself, no problem. Done. Dom. (laughs) I was gonna say, you say you get it one more time, (laughs) end this call. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have to say it, man. I think you get it. Matt.
2: (laughs) Matt has said a lot of outlandish things today. But the fact that we made it to the very end and then he tells us that we also have a battle pass to deal with is a <laughs> crime. And we can't let him get away with it. No. Todd, we all have our own battle passes that we're dealing with. <laughs> we, we, we each have our own battle pass to, to
3: bear. Well, why does love always feel like a battle pass? Yeah, okay. Um, Can love bloom even in a battle pass? Stop. Stop. Okay.
2: Uh, Andrew, the Olympics wildly horny we've known this for at least a decade uh, maybe even further back we as a society are missing out by not offering you know back to us us piggy slobs that sit around judging those specimens of humanity the opportunity to role play as one in a work by day party by night way think of it this way Let us heal the international divides and maybe create a few new fun and flirty, sexy ones that exist across our beautiful world through 2024 Paris Olympics, but horny. (laughs) Further, faster, stronger, together and horny. That
1: was gross. (laughs) That was gross. (laughs) Really gross. Not great. And Matt just said Dom guy 17 times on our podcast. (laughs) And that was gross. Todd's was grosser than mine. That's our no.
4: I don't think that's the first time that's been said on this podcast. That's
2: well, nope. also no, <laughs> not <laughs> true. That's very true.
1: You get it, Jen. Please, <laughs> please do something good.
4: <laughs> the shape of us: colon a Tetris dating game where our lines will help you hit that O. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like you know, in the back of your head, like that's it's coming. You can't be That's ready. That's what for she it. said. I nice. know. I knew. <laughs>
1: that was yeah. Wow. Uh, That's really good. It's <laughs> really fucking good. All right, y'all. Uh, I need to uh, take a cold shower while <laughs> the rest of you uh, get some. Give each other some good vibes.
0: Yeah. Um, who's Who's first after me, Matt? Matt, circling the square of of Dom and Dom guy is some certainly something something commendable i like like i don't want to i don't want to discount it good bit and i can't give a better compliment than that just good good bit matt todd i really thought this whole time up until you started you were gonna do mario and sonic at the 2020 olympics Ah, and i gotta admit i'm disappointed that you didn't but I think this game has legs. I think uh, a lot of legs, a lot of legs, Uh, breaking up your typical Olympics shovelware game with the ability to romance other Olympians is a good, good way to liven up the, the genre, I guess. And Genesis, I just love everything about the, the like Tetris Krakoa society you have made where like these Tetris pieces are filling out, the society like roles in society and and hooking up after work at the at the Tetris mines and just <laughs> so good <laughs>
4: <The> Tetris
0: mines <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh man yeah Kyle very good F- the Justice League is excellent <laughs> and like I still use Facebook sometimes and for whatever reason Facebook gives me a lot of I'm sorry videos that are made by like I don't know meme pages harvesting engagement that do clips of video games where they try to make new release video games look cool and the content that I've been fed on Facebook of people trying really hard to make kill the justice league look good mm-hmm. is very funny so I like that a lot and I think it's a great idea Todd, 2024 Olympics, they're going to be real horny, and they're going to be in Paris, so nothing that you said today was inaccurate, and I think that there's something to be said for that. Okay. Um, Genesis, <laughs> I also, like Kyle, love the Tetris community, <laughs> like the the fact of all of the Tetris pieces like falling all day, and then being like, all right. That's the bell. Time to leave. The whistle blows. They all (laughs) punch a time It's a living. (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, I really like that a lot. It's very good.
2: Kyle, uh, much like Matt said... The game you based your game off is bad. And I think what you've made, this could turn around in like six months and people would be like, oh, yeah, I'll play that now. Like that, that I do. Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're going for the cyberpunk strategy with this one. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I like to think that they just sell the rights off and like scrapped game. Not good. And someone's like, oh, no. You just missed a point. <laughs> you just missed something
0: here. It's a WB property. So yeah, yeah.
2: So I I love that. Um, all the the couples and the thruples that may come out of the the Justice League and the Suicide Squad, both extended teams. A lot of fun. A lot of potential there. Could be fun. Could be. Could be fun. Matt, Doom was one of the first computer games I ever played, <laughs> and you took this thing that I love. <laughs> this. This thing that I grew up with, and you you debate this candidate by removing one word one letter, and you gave us Dom, man, I, I will tell you, like if you've watched any of the gameplay from the later dooms, like the models are they're trying to make them sexier like they sure are like, yeah models are looking looking not like the old pixelated bits, and i don't I don't like that this might be the evolution of where this game's going. That's gonna lead somewhere. I will say the one thing that I was surprised today is that you didn't reference the two thousand and six Doom movie. Yeah, really missed opportunity. Really um, not I on think. brand. Yeah, I know. It I didn't know. have Tim Allen in it. That was the problem. <laughs> no,
0: but it's got <laughs> it's got yeah. a sweaty the rock in it. though. It got a sweaty the rock in it. Certainly one of our main characters.
2: When they refer to the BFG as a big fucking gun <laughs> yeah. instead of the biofuel gun, yeah, it's a whole
0: thing. Yeah, watch that. Yeah, movie.
3: here's the thing. I watched like a 16 minute all the lore of Doom video, and they yeah. hit the 2006 movie, and they were like, "Nope, don't skip it." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, is it that bad?" And I read the first paragraph of the 2006 Doom wiki, and it just didn't fit the bit, so yeah, had to get cut, yeah. cut for time, you know. It's, it's better, it's better that way. Um, maybe we'll talk more
2: about it in the post show. Genesis, love all the things that that both Kyle and Matt said. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a different compliment. There is something wholesome and poetic about equating romance options to Tetris and the like through line answer that is like you're missing piece or like the piece that completes yours. Like in this weird, sexy, horny thing we've done here, that's that's wholesome. That's and I really, really like that.
4: Thank you. Yeah, I don't know what it's been lately. I've been on a wholesome kick and I decided to bring a wholesome video game today.
2: We all go through our villain arc Someone at some had point. to. <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, Kyle. Oh, okay. I would, again, I would play this game. I think that it would be really, really fun and yeah. interesting to go through dating the different and creating different throuples, different polycules, different everythings. And it was beautiful. I loved it. Thank you, Matt. I am so proud of you. The last time that I was on this show, you had no idea what the word subspace meant. You talked about taboo goo in subspace. He did. And you obviously went and did more research. And I would like to say, as somebody who has um, extensive knowledge on this topic, you used all of your terminology correctly.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much. I tried really hard at that. I tried harder at that than I did at the Doom lore.
2: <laughs> one is just unarguably more important than the other. Yeah, let's, yes, let's, true. we all agree.
4: Uh, Todd, I have watched so many Olympics documentaries that I was with you on all of those facts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, even the blood doping one. And I was like, A's for athlete needs to come up at some point for here.
1: Mm.
4: So great job. I I understood your game. I got that we were doing the sports in the daytime and the fucking at the nighttime. <laughs> Thank
2: you. It, I, you know, maybe I should have laid it out
1: more direct like that. I, it was
2: too high concept for Andrew. I think. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I'm, I don't get a lot of things. Cool. Well, uh, I've got a decision and uh, I, I will, I'm going to give that decision because that's how we do this. So, Kyle, starting with you, uh, you didn't win. <laughs> Beans. Yeah. mean uh, <laughs> Kyle, you illustrated a very you brought together a very good game, like a really fun sounding game. Unfortunately, that game has already been done. It's called Marvel's Midnight Suns. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> very good game. But regardless, it still sounded really fun and I would very much play your game over the real version of the Justice League game because I will not play playing like it. That's all I was going for. Yep. Todd, uh, you painted a very colorful picture of an interesting, like in-game universe. Like a, this it's a kind of colored picture. It, uh, I'm trying to say something nice here. You're making it oh. real hard. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, <laughs> so you, you, you created this really fun kind of in-universe using a lot, and you did a lot of research. You knew a lot about Olympics. I'm guessing it had to. It, it has a lot of the same color as when you brought up the 1920s Olympics. Like. <laughs> seven months ago <laughs> a little bit of residual knowledge there but yeah. it's okay. todd's been on an olympics kick he's a little bit of an olympics guy um still don't really understand what the game is but uh i i can't divorce mario and sonic at the olympic games from your thing <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's that's right I, I can't yep. give you the w um matt uh you brought a really really funny bit thanks man dom guy is good dom guy is really funny it's really good well done. Thanks. But you also didn't win because Genesis did all three of those things. Right. Genesis created a really fun game in an incredibly wholesome and f- interesting universe of all of these like Tetris pieces that, like we've said, just kind of exit the Tetris salt mines as it were and, and go about their day in, in very real human society and also brought a really fun bit with it. So Genesis gets gets the W easily. But well done everybody, but but really just well done, Genesis.
3: I don't feel like that easily was necessary, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Kick us while we're down. Yeah, well,
1: you guys will make it. Well, that'll do it. Uh, thanks everybody for listening in. Debate this. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at debate this cast, or on our website at debatethiscast.com. Merch! We have that. That's how we write this liner. Yeah, but we do have merch. Uh, You can go on the internet and uh, all you need to do is uh, head to our Redbubble page and give us your money. As we've stated, our Redbubble page does not have a cool and easy URL, so uh, check out the show notes or uh, go to debatethiscast.com and click the support the show page. Uh, Once more, Genesis, where can people find you and your work?
4: Yeah, so I am a part of the Robots Radio Network and the easiest way to find that is robotsradio.net and all of the shows that are a part of that conglomerate are on there. We have uh, the Mass Effect lorecast, the Witcher lorecast. Uh, I am part of the Cyberpunk lorecast and also my own podcast, Two Girls, One Ship. But if there is nerdy content out there that you like and you want to learn the lore about, Uh, I think there's a Doom one out there too, which is really, really weird. Um, (laughs) Yeah, any nerdy content that you want a true deep dive on, you can find it there, robotsradio.net.
1: Awesome. Until next time, I'm Andrew Henderson. I am Kyle.
0: We are strong. No one can tell us we're wrong. Searching our hearts for so long.
3: Both of us knowing love is a battle pass. (laughs) Harper. I'm Matt. Thy flesh consumed is my safe word. Cole. I'm Todd. Get ready for
2: episode 207. Thrice the horny, none of the original. Thomas.
4: I'm Genesis, the girl who snuck in four of Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You lyrics into her argument today.
1: (laughs) We're saying Ah. And we're saying that's a crime. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds.